Welcome to Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast for Bethlehem's South Congregation in Lakeville, Minnesota. If you want to learn more about our church, go to Bethlehem.church forward slash south. Dave and Stacy, what is your favorite dessert? Way to go, Ethan. Thanks. My favorite dessert is always ice cream. It's just <laughs> hands down. That's what I want. Yep. What kind? Currently I'm on Rocky Road, but it kind of goes in, you know, seasons and stuff. Mm. Usually if I'm out, it's some kind of cookie Oreo or something or the Ben and Jerry's milk and cookies. Ooh. Yes. But mm. right now I like Rocky Road. Nice. Yep. Mm. Little crunchy things in there. Yep. I love that. So you like the texture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it probably depends. So like in the fall, it kind of shifts to Ethan and I were just talking about our love for pies, especially warm apple pie would be kind of my favorite. In the summer, if I'm going to have something, I just want like, I want something cold like ice cream. We recently discovered Blast ice cream in Northfield, Minnesota. It's in this uh, old kind of historic building and it's right over by the river. So it's beautiful their kids' cones are a dollar fifty and huge, and they're uh, they're like they're like Blizzard things, you know. They're mm. like three dollars, and they come with fresh baked cookie dough. Like it's real cookie dough they put in Ooh. there. It's not like the little chunk things. It's like they made a bunch of cookie dough and then they like mix it in there. And we've uh, we've been there more than we should. Mm. It's great. So those two things probably, but just depending on the season. What about you, Ethan? Pie, hands down. Hmm. Probably pumpkin, cherry, and apple pie. It's kind of tied. Pumpkin might be out in the lead, but any of those, any nice hot pie, hmm. can't Nick, beat it. Nick's favorite really? pie is cherry pie. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should have pies more often, <laughs> maybe for a staff meetings. <laughs> just, <laughs> just in general. <laughs> yeah. Just a life goal. More pies. More, more pie. To me, pies are just like... Take it or leave it. Hmm. And I would hmm. probably leave it. Wow. Yeah, I know. Unless there was ice cream, then it would be sort of okay. Hmm. Not to counsel you me. or anything. Is there a hard memory in your life There's with pie not. or something? <laughs> just, it's hard to understand. I know. Leaving pie. I don't know. You can understand it not being your favorite, but just leaving it feels. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's how I feel about ice cream. Huh. All right. I really, See? you know, don't have to get some. Everyone's different. Look at me. For once, I'm flexible. (laughs) (laughs) Feels good. (laughs) Thanks for the question, Ethan. (laughs) Yeah, you bet. (laughs) So today we're talking about, um, in our series on why do we, uh, we're talking about why do we have classes? Why on Sunday mornings do we gather in smaller groups and talk about uh, different theological topics or, um, you know, anything that uh, we want the congregation to grow in. Um, Generally a teaching format. So why do we do that? Why do we have um, Wednesday night, small group, uh, truth on fire? Yeah. What's the point of being in those smaller groups? Yeah, one of my... 
one of my favorite places to go in the in the Bible on this question would be Romans 12 and just the very beginning of Romans 12. So, you know, if you even if you look at the book of Romans, the first eight chapters are kind of this glorious doctrine. Like, man, look at all that God has done in Christ for us. And then 9 to 11 are this kind of parenthesis on what God has done in the people of Israel and the Gentiles and how that's all working together. Then chapter 12 kind of moves to, therefore, how do we live? Uh, how do we live in light of all this doctrine? And here's what it says, first two verses, Romans 12. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to pre- present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. In verse two, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And so we want to have our whole lives be living sacrifices, acceptable to God, spiritual worship. And we know all of that comes from the mercies of God, but then uh, an imperative here, kind of like a command, here's how you do that, would be don't be conformed, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind so that you can test everything that's out there. And so one of the main reasons that we do classes is that we believe that the ongoing Christian life of the mind is one of the main ways that God uses to uh, help us be discerning, help us follow him, help us see what's true, help us sift through what's true and what's false in the world around us. And therefore, give us more of Jesus and conform us more to his image that we might love him and worship him and obey him, that our lives might be a living sacrifice to him. And so classes are kind of a a means to an end, a means to an end of godliness and holiness and enjoying Jesus more. Um, But, but I think it's really important. I mean, we just, we, we know this in every other area of our lives. If we don't know things, we, we can't do them very well. (laughs) So, um, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's why there's trade schools and it's why there's colleges and it's why there's, um, curriculums and all these things, because there's just certain things we need to know, uh, to be able to do things. So I think, uh, our, our goal is that these classes would be, uh, equipping our people in the life of their minds to, have discernment and testing and live lives of worship. That'd be this one place I would go and talk about why we do what we do. What you stay. Yeah. I thought of um, Matthew 28, where Jesus is telling the disciples, Mm -hmm. you know, the great commission go therefore and make disciples Mm -hmm. teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. Yeah. Um, As we grow more in following Jesus and what that looks like, we need, like you've been saying, you know, the renewing of our minds to do that. And what does mm-hmm. that look like and help? And we can't figure it out on our own. And so um, classes help us do that. I think, yeah, as I was just reflecting on it, like why do we need more than just sitting under the preaching of the word? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think some of these topics, um, not that they wouldn't come up, you know, mm-hmm. preaching expositionally, mm-hmm. but just, different things, um, just a different, in a different setting too, is helpful. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, I love the verse you brought up too, because it gets at the goal of what we're doing in a different way in that we don't just want people to know more stuff. 
we want them to be taught and learn that they might actually observe or another way to say it is be obey, <laughs> obey Jesus, not just know stuff about Jesus, but follow him. Mm-hmm. Um, so the goal is not just a bunch more knowledge that we could say, look at, we've got, we've got Calvinism tied up in a nice bow, or we've got, you know, this doctrine tied up in a nice bow, but that those truths would change us and we would want to follow Jesus more fully in them. Um, and like you said, I think, I think, uh, part of, what we do on Sundays and Wednesdays is we're trying to take advantage of particular times when people can gather and really redeem that time. You know, if you're going to be here at, you know, 1030 for worship, then, hey, come an hour early, make Sunday a day where you're going to go hard after Jesus. And we'll get you some a little bit more to help you walk with Jesus further. And we we, we don't just feel that way about adults. Um, you know, we, we love... I love uh, what we do with our kids and, and the gospel project and the way that they're walking towards various scriptures and seeing how they all point towards Jesus. Uh, I love what you know Nathan is doing with the youth and intentionally covering topics that are relevant for them and helping shape them by the word. I love what Sarah's done with nursery and the way that they integrate scripture memory, even for our littlest two and three-year-olds, getting God's word in their heart early to shape their minds. Um, so we think it's important, you know, from the littlest, youngest to the oldest. So I, ho- I hope when I'm, hope when I'm 107, you know, and I'm still learning and I'm still growing mm-hmm. and I'm still loving Jesus more than I did at 106 mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think I was thinking as you were talking that you know, you could study on your own mm-hmm. and that's great to do, but it's beautiful to do it in community too. And it shows yeah. that we actually need other people. I need mm-hmm. and want other people in my kids' lives to speak into their lives. And I want that for myself too. And so I think classes are one way to do that is to yeah. grow together and learn together and then be spurred on by one another. And then the other verse I thought of too is that we're to equip the saints for the yeah. work of ministry. So. Yeah the classes are a way of equipping Mm -hmm. for ministry too. Like you said, not just some head knowledge or something just to know facts about theology or whatever, but to be equipped for ministry is what the goal is. Right. Yeah. And we, we, um, to that end, even a few years ago, COVID's kind of wrecked everything. Um, But (laughs) a few years ago, the elders kind of sat around and said, Hey, we should really, be more intentional in how we equip the saints. Like what, what do we really want people to know? And so we actually developed kind of a scope and sequence of Sunday school classes. And those Sunday school classes show up on Sundays. We filter them into Wednesdays once in a while. You know, there's different ways, but we've kind of had this catalog of classes now. And if, it, if you wanted to know what those are, if you're listening and you thought, hey, I want to know what the elders want me to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. You could uh, you could reach out to us and we can get you that list and that scope and sequence. We'd love to do that. Um, but the goal being, we, we wanted it to be a little less random and a little bit more intentional to say, hey, if someone was at the South Campus for, I think the way it works out, like six or seven years, mm-hmm. and they came to Sunday school every week and they switched the tracks that they were in. There's three tracks. I think one is One's a theological track, one's kind of a practical Christian living track, and then one is kind of a Bethlehem distinctives, uh, which is, hey, we're Christian hedonists and we're Baptist and we're these things that just make us uh, 
some of the maybe the elements of the elder affirmation of faith that aren't going to come out as regularly, but we think are important. Um, we just thought we just want we want people to get these things, and we think if they get these things, it will be a helpful way for their minds to be renewed and follow Jesus better, mm-hmm. a little bit more intentionally than if we just said, "Hey, who wants to teach what mm-hmm. this fall? Who wants to teach what this spring?" and uh, and it's a similar idea to Truth on Fire. You know, the, the Truth on Fire idea was, I mean, one that, you know, even Nick and I, when we were in Albert Lee, had been praying about starting. And it's it was really us looking at our people and saying, man, there are some of these people who just, you know, it, it might not be a wise stewardship of their finances or their times or their life to go back to seminary. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not feeling that kind of call. Um but man, they want to go a little bit deeper than our Sunday school classes take them. They want they want to go a little bit deeper in these doctrines that we talk about. So could we provide kind of a mid-level mm-hmm. thing where in the church they get trained at this deeper level and get equipped? And so that's kind of why, where Truth on Fire came out of too, is just this intentional desire to really see um, leaders in the word of God raised up that we hope will have kind of a leavening effect over the next five, seven, 10 years to say, Hey, if, even if there's only 12 or 13 students, you know, every year, um, in, in five or six years, right. That's 70 people that have been even further equipped and can lead ministries and can do Bible studies and can lead small groups and all those things. So I think there's just a growing sense of wanting to be intentional with how we help our people grow in this particular area. Yeah. Yeah, Stacy, you mentioned community. Um, you know, I was just thinking of, you know, what what is the big difference between gathering in groups and personal devotions at home? Mm-hmm. And and you've you've already said it, but it isn't just about <laughs> learning. But we, God also speaks through others, and so um, gathering in a group on Sunday morning where you can hear wisdom from someone that. Uh, not just knows more than you um, intellectually, but has been down a road that maybe you're just starting or that you haven't been down before. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the Bloodbot family and mm-hmm. a, a great way to interact and do life together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's a, a proverb, one of my favorite proverbs is there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors or maybe it's safety there's two proverbs mm-hmm. that are very alike. <laughs> I always <laughs> put them together. But I just, I, to your point, Ethan, I just think that we we underestimate how much we need each other's wisdom <laughs> mm-hmm. in our lives. And that that's, that. I mean, I, I need I need other people's wisdoms. You know, being, sitting in truth on fire classes or um, a prayer meeting or Sunday school, there's so many times where my faith has heard exactly what it needed from someone else sitting in that circle with me yeah. And I go, oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah. I needed to hear that and I, that wouldn't have come to my mind. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, community is really important and it's why we're, yeah, it's why, it is why we do it in groups. I think it's, I think it's an important way to learn together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Just hop in if you're listening. We'd love you to, you know, this Wednesday we're going to be doing a, a kind of corporate teaching time on, what is the church and church essentials and what does it mean to be a member here? And we'd love you to come on Wednesday. If you can't come on Wednesday, we're going to repeat that class on Sunday mornings. 
that class is actually part of our curriculum. Um, so it's, it's, an, you know, it's something we'd always want you to know. And we just really, really want you to know it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but just dive in on Wednesdays and Sundays, come in fellowship, mm-hmm. uh, come and be a part of the family and grow. Uh, so that's what we want for each of us. So we'd love you to have this podcast be one other motivation for you to come. And if you know people that are on the fence, send this to them and say, Hey, come with me. And maybe by the time this comes out, the list of classes or something will be ready to be made available to people too. So right. yeah, yep. dive in. Cool. Thanks, Dave and Stacy. 